that's the only words to any of the songs I can remember. Yeah. Little guy. I started recording. No little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. No little guys. So. <laughs> Welcome to the Barbie Diaries. Woo! But first, oh. what have you been up to? Um, caught up with Craig of the Creek fully. Um, so that was fun. Oh yeah, you like just started watching it, and then it was cancelled. <laughs> Because of HBO Max and Discovery and all that kind of stuff that's happening right now. We went to see Strange World. We were two of three people in the theatre. So so that was fun. I mean, Shetland didn't have a very big population, but usually you get more than three people in the cinema. I mean, it was a Friday. <laughs> yeah, before school Most people right. were probably in school. So, um... But yeah, still, um, the marketing for that movie is very bad. Marketing for all animated stuff right now is pretty bad. For example, The, the bad, bad Batch! We're less than a month away from it coming out. And there's nothing! And like, they've got that shit on lockdown. Star Wars can sometimes tweet out about The Bad Batch and then they stop. They're they just... tweeted once earlier today and that was it. They're like, yep, that's it. But uh, speaking of Star Wars, I have finished The Clone Wars. I did it in 10 days. It wasn't it like seven? No, it was like ten. Oh, okay. I finished all of the Clone Wars in ten days. I have also finished season one of the Bad Batch and Kenobi and Solo and I'm on to Andor, which is taking me a bit because I find it a little bit boring. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get hung, drawn, and quartered for that. <laughs> quartered? I mean, is that not what you say? I don't know. I don't know, but it just seems Andor is a good show. I know that. But it's too but, long. But it's not for me. But that's cool because I've got Bad Batch coming out. Too, too long for me. Stop running around, please. I don't care. <sighs> Anyways. But anyway, Barbie Diaries. It's kind of it's different. It's This is a weird, quirky one. This is obviously a Bratz copy. Yeah. So... This movie was released on Nickelodeon on the 30th of April, 2006. But what are you doing? Putting the chair down. Okay. Now I feel closer <laughs> to the microphone. Anyway, <laughs> you're not done. Are you done? <laughs> I think so. This movie was released on Nickelodeon on the 30th of April, 2006, before being released on DVD on the 9th of May. It was written by Elise Allen and Laura McCreary. It was directed by Eric Fogel and Callan Kagan, produced by Rob Hudnut, edited by Brian Shelton, and the music was by Russ DeSalvo and Peter Schwartz. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I'm good. Are you actually good this time? I hope so. Okay. So, this movie had Kelly Sheridan, obviously, reprising her role as Barbie. And also both Venus Torzo, or Azura, and Shiarazani, or Nori, appeared as Tia and Raquel, respectively. The movie also had Sky Sweetenham as Barbie's singing voice, and she performed the movie's five original songs. Sarah Edmondson as Courtney, Matt Hill as Kevin, Marie Kendricks as Reagan, Anna Kummer as Dawn, Andrew Francis as Todd, and Heather Dorkson as Stephanie. Now, this movie is... Who is Stephanie? I can't remember. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> Who's Stephanie? Oh, the, the lady behind the counter. Oh my god, the witch! <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> this whole podcast is spoilers. Maybe we should start putting a spoiler warning. No, fuck that. Why the hell would somebody be listening to a Barbie podcast all about the Barbie movies and be like, Oh no! spoilers you chose to listen yeah that's your own fault mm -hmm. genuinely so this was the first movie since rockers to just have barbie appearing as herself and it's the only barbie film to be produced by curious pictures and the only film in this decade of movies not to be produced by mainframe it was also the last of the movies to be distributed by lionsgate since universal would take over for the next movie to promote this 
movie, Mattel also partnered with an Australian record label called Shock Records to put together a local four-piece girl band named Charms. Oh, that's <laughs> like the one so in the movie. Cute. Oh my god! Around five hundred girls from the ages of nine to fourteen auditioned for the band. The four girls who were chosen were Gianna Dalla Vecchia, Paris Mags, Lauren Stow, and Shannon Cords, who were all thirteen or fourteen years old at the time. They only recorded one album. <laughs> I couldn't find it on Spotify. I just Aww. looked really quick. Couldn't find it. That's sad. Is it the charms or just charms? Just charms with a Z. <gasps> they're my they're <laughs> people. There's hope. They only recorded one album, but it included cover songs from lots of popular artists at the time, like Robbie Williams and Gwen Stefani. Well, they're still popular, but they were at the peak of their popularity at this time. And covers of songs from the movie. Have you found it? No, I'm looking now. I don't know who any of you people are. Jeez. Why don't Why don't you put charms? You, no, it's just Barbie Diaries. Recommending her McCraft to me. <laughs> I scroll through long. <laughs> like Ellen, catch up. <laughs> I was catching up on Joel and Sausages videos that I missed last night. Mm-hmm. Um, catch up. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. We're back. Because all I've been watching is Star Wars. Star I've Wars. forgotten what else I watch. Mm-hmm. Like, we were trying to find something on the TV last she night. She was having an identity crisis. She's like, was... what, what do I watch? What do I do? Yeah. It was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Did your tweet get another like? My tweet is, like, a couple likes. Oh, wow. You're in your famous era. My famous era. 12 likes, 4 retweets. Famous era. Who's retweeting? People are really few people. Twitter lies. We're back. Mm. Isn't that just like one of them's a private account? Yeah, I know. I just said. Okay. <laughs> okay, back. Oh my god, so off topic there. So, like I already mentioned, Barbie is actually herself in this movie, and she's just starting her sophomore year of high school, which, as far as I'm aware, is your second year of high school mm. in the U.S., which means she's like 15 or 16. So, the movie starts the night before her sophomore year, where she's in her garage with her friends Courtney and Tia, and they're meant to be practicing for their band, but then their friend Kevin comes in and calls them out for not actually practicing. Kevin. Sorry. Just get mad at Kevin. Yeah. The four of them end up talking about what they want to achieve that year at school. Barbie wants to become anchor of their school's news. Tia wants to become class president. Courtney wants to get this drumsticks trick right, where like she drums and then throws it up and then catches it and it's whole thing. And Kevin didn't say his wish because he said if he if he says it, it's not gonna come true. He's smart. Mm-hmm. And also annoying, but So, they're on their way to school and we get our first look at Raquel, who looks completely different than she does in any other piece of Barbie media. Yeah. And she's also voiced by the same person who voiced Nari, which is weird because it's like, Barbie, that's your girlfriend. That's confusing. But anyway, Raquel's the mean girl and she's a bitch to Barbie. Barbie is like, you know, she's cringe fail, not popular in this world. <laughs> this is like the one world where Barbie is not the most famous person Alina. ever. Alina. What about Alina? Yeah, but she was playing the I character so. there. This mm-hmm. is Barbie. This is just Barbie being cringe fail. Um, which is great. I love me a cringe fail. Yep. Because I am a cringe fail. Um. So, Barbie goes to ask her teacher if she can become the anchor woman, but Raquel has beat her to it, and instead, Barbie ends up as Raquel's assistant. Raquel ends up dumping her boyfriend, Todd, who Barbie has a crush on, and Barbie and Todd start spending time together and eventually become a couple. Todd asks Barbie to the fall formal, and she goes to the shop with her friends to buy a new dress, but Raquel is also there. And Barbie suddenly gets a call from Todd telling her that him and Raquel are back together. Uh, Raquel tells Barbie that they got back together the night before and she asked Todd to phone her then, but she didn't. <laughs> but this is just him phoning now. And she says that Todd was just dating her to make Raquel jealous. Raquel and her friends leave and the woman behind the counter gives Barbie and her school friends advice, telling them basically that high school is shit. And she offers them charm bracelets for free to cheer them up. The bracelet that Barbie picks just happens to come with a diary that you use the bracelet to open, which Barbie starts writing all of her hopes and dreams in. After she starts writing these things in her diary, they start to come true. 
she gets love notes in her locker which she assumes are from Todd because she sees him wherever the admirer mentions they'll see each other and her band gets a gig playing at the fall formal. At this point Barbie also gets the idea for a good news story since the teacher who runs the school news said if Barbie came up with a good story who would let her anchor it which is on what makes the popular kids popular. She gets her quote-unquote in after she makes Courtney a lipstick disguised as a highlighter so she can put on makeup in class without getting in trouble and Raquel's friends Reagan and Dawn ask Barbie to make one of them for the two of them. Barbie takes this opportunity to ask them to participate in her story she's doing on fashion. It's not on fashion. (laughs) Which they say yes to and Barbie then just starts filming them being mean to people behind their backs. (laughs) Yeah. That's the news everybody wants to see. Oh yeah. (laughs) Barbie starts to spend more time with Reagan and Dawn and starts to neglect her friends. She misses band practice and tears rally for her campaign to become class president. What are you doing? Nothing. Okay. This is a point where Barbie starts to realise that everything she writes in her diary comes true and rushes back to the shop to ask the woman behind the desk about it, but she isn't there. Stephanie. Her name is Stephanie. Barbie just asks the other woman who is behind the desk now about it, but she says that she's the only person who works there and she has no idea what Barbie is talking about. Plot twist, Stephanie's a witch. That's never confirmed. Well, I just confirmed it right now. Okay. What's Mattel going to say? She's not? They might. Mattel doesn't care about this podcast. No. (laughs) Dawn and Reagan end up finding out about Barbie's news story and get mad that she was just pretending to be their friend for the story, so they start hanging out with Raquel again. They tell her about the story and how Barbie thinks Todd has been leaving her love letters and Raquel gets mad and steals Barbie's bracelet that gets her into her diary. Tia and Courtney get shown a clip of Barbie's news story by Kevin, where Barbie mentions to Reagan and Dawn that Tia numbers her jeans so she doesn't wear the same pair too many times, not in a row, but like in between each other. It's really confusing. It's confusing. I don't get it. I don't understand. (laughs) But (laughs) Reagan and Dawn, like this leads them to think that Tia doesn't wash her clothes. I have no idea how they reach that. Yeah. And Barbie doesn't say anything. Barbie just lets him go on believing that. Yeah. But anyway, Tia and Courtney are pissed off that Barbie was basically giving their bullies ammo against them and tell her they don't want to be her friend anymore. Valid. Yeah. (laughs) Barbie starts to realise that her entire life has now gone to shit since she lost her bracelet and starts to think it's because she lost the magic. I personally think it's because she wasn't being a very nice person. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. (laughs) Barbie starts to try and make amends and on the night of the story, she says on air that she won't be showing the story and apologizes to her friends and instead of, and instead she shows some of Kevin's short films that he made during the summer. Tia and Courtney forgive her and they try to get her to go to the dance with them so they can still play, but Barbie's worried that without her charm bracelet, Bracelet. Bracelet. <laughs> Barbie's worried that without her charm bracelet, she won't have the confidence or magic to succeed. To make her feel better, Kevin makes her a bracelet out of a guitar string. Doesn't seem safe. Yeah. Barbie says that it won't work because it's a stupid piece of bent metal. <laughs> but then she realizes that that's just what a bracelet is. <laughs> and she gets over it and they go to the dance. <laughs> it's such a stupid scene. Sorry. <laughs> They play their music, which people really love. Tia confirms that she does wash her clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney finally succeeds in doing this trick with her drumstick. Raquel gets pissed off, storms around, some guy spills his drink all over her, and she loses the stolen bracelet, which Kevin picks up. Todd asks Barbie to dance with him after Raquel leaves, but Barbie, realising that it was actually Kevin leaving her the love notes, turns him down, her and Kevin dance, they get together, the end. Yeah, so Barbie's character arc is learning how to be a good friend, and Courtney's is uh, flying (laughs) drumstick. (laughs) Tia's is school president. I don't know. But we don't see her become school president. She She just says, I wash my clothes. I'm organized. You You want to. I think I did as well. I think it was really just like, I do wash my clothes. Just to set the record straight, I do wash my clothes. 
And she does a little like like a little like fist bump. Like, like, Woo! Yeah! <laughs> it's so stupid. Anyways, back to the beginning of the movie. So Like I said at the beginning, which Daisy might cut out, I'm not sure. <laughs> no little guys! It's terrible! This is a travesty! <laughs> Zero little guys, not a single little guy I can look at and be like, oh the baby, or a little little stupid. <laughs> the little the little idiot, little I want you to explode, man. Well Barbie just kinda covers that. Yeah. But yeah, this movie was actually one of my favourites to watch when we were younger. It was, because she was cool. Because I was cool and weird and different. And quirky, yeah. Um, Rewatching it, I still get why I like it. The music is honestly really fun. First song is called This Is Me. Greatest Showman could never. Never. It also outsold all of their songs on that whole entire soundtrack. <laughs> you... Oh, we should have known you were going to be a theatre kid when you despised, like, when The Greatest Showman came out when you were in, like, what, primary seven? Yeah. Um, and you just despised it I more than anything? Like I don't know why. I honestly cannot think of the reason I didn't like it. I just think you thought the music was crap and yeah. the story was rubbish. It was, and also PG Barnum, not a good person. And you know what? I like Hamilton, so I'm not going to say, like, somebody in a musical has to be a good person for me to like the musical but hamilton's musical songs slap they go so hard they go oh i love it <laughs> i love it so much satisfied who yes. thinks of that like, who thinks of that like, oh my god hamilton's music is good enough number one i'm a girl in a world in which it's <laughs> <laughs> mary rich my, my father has no son so i'm the one who has to send to climb the one because i'm the, the oldest and the wittiest and the gossip in new york city is insidious and alexander's penniless so that doesn't mean i want him any less like yes alexander <laughs> hamilton and the founding fathers of america were pieces of shit but, oh but hamilton's God. music is good enough that I can get over that. Yeah. Oh. Like I can remember the I'm first crying. time. <laughs> I can remember the first time like we watched Hamilton when it came out on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. I was like, I'm not gonna enjoy this. Like I was like, I'm not gonna be able to get over the fact that it's a rap musical. But you forget but the Founding Fathers of America. And then like you know, five minutes in, I was like, yes. And we went to see it on the West End, and it was great. It was really good. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> The music in this movie is really fun. <laughs> it's the most 2000s, early 2000s thing ever. Yeah. Um, also, some of the dialogue is decent. Yeah. I like the dialogue because I think, you know, going all the way back to Nutcracker, there are lots of gaps mm -hmm. in between the dialogue. I know, yeah. And I think that's something that you still see up to uh, Mermaidia. Yeah. But this one is like, pretty much all of the voice actors have like, decent chemistry yeah and um but um the animation is terrible the animation really bad is really really bad i just like it i'm good on them for trying a new animation style maybe like, it's I'm because it was a different production company but um i don't get how they got this. halfway through this movie and we're not like can we just scrap the thing like i don't like this mm -hmm. the characters just like sometimes just like flail their arms about yeah like They're i couldn't so bad i couldn't tell if the audio was off because this movie like we couldn't find it on netflix or amazon prime we had to watch it on this what's this about we did not pirate it government okay i know we didn't pirate it we went to our friend website billy billy, <laughs> website, billy. Oh, that was so stupid anyway but um at f when i like it kind of looks like a really 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 shitty early version of like you know like the 2d 3d animation style you see a lot of these days oh yeah like the comic book art style yeah. is the spider verse resistance Love that it looks like a really shitty version of that and that's what i thought at first and then i was thinking can you remember that one video game i just cupquake played it and it was like you you went to this couple's house for dinner and you just <gasps> stopped from getting divorced oh my god facade yes facade! it looked the animation looks exactly like that game i 
loved facade. So did Oh my I. god. I was like, yes. Cupcake played that game so many times. And I remember I, she brought her husband in. She brought yeah. Red in, in the end. Like, I need your help to beat this game. <laughs> like, I'm not finishing until I beat this game. And I get them to, and I get them to stay together. And she did in the end. It was a great, I don't know why. great thing to I watch. was so entertained with this grown couple fighting with each other. Like, oh, on yeah. the brink of divorce. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yes! Maybe. Me as an autistic person, I would rather die than be in a situation like that, which is me and two other people, and they're about to get a divorce. But watching that game, I was like, yes, give me more. I love, like, couples on the brink of divorce. Like, in keeping up with the Kardashians, like, every time... Because Scott and Courtney's whole relationship was just was, on the verge of yeah. a breakup. It was so good. I love when characters are all divorced couples. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks like facade. That's where you were. <laughs> yes, it looks exactly like that. I swear to God. Where um, am I? Where am I? Here we go. I got some work done. <laughs> yes, she did. She looks totally different. Anyways, back to like the beginning of the movie when she's get past really quick. Um, but yeah, so they go make their wishes in their terrible animation style. Sorry, I'm not gonna be able to get over that. Yeah, the hair also looks really bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like there's one part where like there are like two scenes where Barbie has her hair up and I'm like mm-hmm. this improves the whole thing yeah this improves the whole thing why, so didn't they just, why didn't they just animate her with her hair up mm-hmm. the famous Barbie thing is like with the ponytail anyway they should just had her hair up anyway so they go make their wishes Courtney's like I spent my whole summer doing this bangs on a fence post a bit throws her drumstick up and it she can't catch it <laughs> I just thought that was really funny I was like girl you spent your whole summer doing that your whole summer be better sorry that was Mina I'm sorry Courtney I do love you I love all you guys except Kevin and Todd <gasps> yes Todd he has like this slow-mo intro oh it's and it's the, the most ter- it's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life yeah it's just but it's, it's I find it hilarious like yeah. I don't think I will ever be able to be as funny as that. I think it might be the funniest scene in cinematic history. He's walking in. He's like flailing about. I don't know <laughs> what he's doing. His hands are just like on his legs and a really present not in pockets, not holding on to anything. They're just like on his legs and it looks really weird. He has this this thousand yard stare <laughs> and this goofy smile. And it, I just think, I can't stop thinking about it. It's plagued my mind. Mm-hmm. But um, as I mentioned earlier, I can tell why this is my favourite one. Barbie is not like the other girls. But also, some of this dialogue, I have a list of my favourite lines. And I'd like to do a dramatic reading of some of them. That's good. So these are my favourite lines in the movie. Having a crush on Mr. Hottie School Jock Guy is a cliche. And frankly, I think you could do better than that. Wait, you're saying Barbie shouldn't have a crush on the hottest guy in school just because he's the hottest guy in school? <coughs> the first thing I'm going to do as class president is eliminate click hangouts. I mean, can you imagine a world without social boundaries? Oh. Hey, Pam. Sing on the Luke with Jesus. See you soon. Oh, our mom's away. She's coming back. She's sitting on the runway waiting for takeoff and Elle messes back. Don't sit on the runway. There are planes there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're so funny. You're hilarious. Anyways, we can go back. Anyway, back to some of my favorite lines. (laughs) She's so nice. (laughs) She just said she missed Ellen's funny ha-has. I am very funny. (laughs) Okay, go back to your lines. Anyway, <laughs> oh, this one's great. You could help her with research, with story meetings, do interviews, and get to do absolutely everything an anchor does. Except be on air! What <laughs> do you think an anchor is, Mr. Wexler? <laughs> that was his name, Mr. Wexler. I kept forgetting his name. <laughs> it's a stepping stone to what? A lucrative career as a doormat. <laughs> Remember that time you wore your pajamas to the Waffle House on a dare? That was thrilling. I'm totally the most boring person I know. She's so me? Yeah. So me coded. Glue speaking? I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just never speak again. 
He couldn't say no. No, I'm sorry, Barbie. <laughs> this is like after what are their names? Um, Reagan and Don has been ages just bitching about Raquel to Barbie. Isn't Raquel your friend? Totally BFF. We were just curious. <laughs> Do you want to use the shot of Reagan calling that girl's dress a potato sack or the one of Dawn filing her nails during a test? Kevin, do you think I'm crazy? Yep. Potato sack or nail file? forever iconic just to set the record straight i do wash my clothes tears in my eyes like if that is not top-notch dialogue i don't know what is okay um but something that i <laughs> something that i did find interesting at the very beginning is like um, they're talking about how, like, there's this piece of grass that the popular <gasps> people sit on. Oh my god, yeah. And, like, I have questions about this piece of grass. Why? Because Dawn, is it Dawn or Reagan? Whichever one of them, when Barbie's hanging out with them, she's like, oh yeah, my dad's landscaping company oh, yeah. does everything around here. I, you know, they give this place special attention. Is this a school-sanctioned area just for the no, popular people? because that's exactly, because Nikki, nope. Not Nikki. I forgot her name. I keep on thinking her name is Nikki because there are other Nikki. black people that exist. I Ellen, know, but God. they have the like. That's that's Nikki's character. Yeah, that's Nikki's character. That, but it's just a different name, so it's confusing. Um, what did she say? What she said? Is it's what she said about eliminating the social boundaries, right? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, I just think it would be just like absolutely impossible to do that. Unless they were actually, like, the school is actually like, no, 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 only the cool people can sit there. Because you know what? That is what schools do. They don't, <laughs> they they care about a specific portion of people. I am never in that people. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we, none of us are. None yeah. of us, I mean us too. We're, we're not cool, so I don't know how you guys exist. I don't know how you, <laughs> but yeah, I found it interesting that, like, Barbie is, they're talking. What's her name again? Oh my god, I've forgotten her name too now that you've called her Nikki. Courtney? Courtney. No, she, Tia. Tia. Courtney and Tia are like talking about like eliminating the social boundaries so that there's no more popular people. And Barbie is dreaming of being a member of that social circle. Yeah, it's like, I think the whole thing was Barbie was kind of like corrupted by the popular people. But Barbie just kind of seemed like she always wanted to be part of this. And like it's giving Dan Humphrey vibes. You're so right. And by the way, I'm not just a Jenny Humphrey apologist. I'm an entire Humphrey family apologist. Were they pieces of shit? Yes. Everybody in Gossip Girl like, was. That's the thing. Sometimes poor people just want to sit down and watch a show about rich people having fun. That's why I like Gossip Girl. That's why I like keeping up with the Kardashians. Yes. And the Kardashians. It's fun to see people living out just like these really big lives. Like, oh, wow, they're going to these fancy parties. I'm their age. <laughs> I'm still crying about the hardest thing. I'm supposed to be the same age as those people? Yeah. Where are the autistic people? Oh, we forced our little cousin to watch Amphibian the Owl House with us, which she enjoyed it. It's great. She says that her and her girlfriend are like losing amity. It's the cutest thing ever. It's very cute. But like, <laughs> she started saying like other people in her class have started watching she it. She has convinced other people to watch amphibia that is a curse i would never wish upon anybody so like now stay away from that show it is evil yeah <sighs> but um oh barbie's kind of like two picks for guys in this movie are kevin, kevin and todd and todd let's talk about todd first he if like it's this whole movie is a todd don't cheat on your girlfriend challenge it and he really fails is. it Every, time. every single fucking first, time first first thing like no him and raquel break up he instantly starts dating barbie and then he cheats on barbie with raquel and then he basically cheats on raquel with barbie again guess who the bad guy in this movie is 
Raquel! Raquel was mad that her boyfriend was cheating on her. Yes, and she's because the villain! It's, because, like, Barbie thinks that Todd is cheating on Raquel, and he's just like, oh, yay for me. Yeah. Like, she thinks that he is the one sending her these love letters. So you're probably thinking, oh, so Kevin's the one I should root for, right? Wrong! Kevin is a piece of shit, too! There is this like, moment, so it's... I have these lines. So, you're gonna say all the lines again? I have them written here. I think it's very obvious. It's, I was shooting cheerleader practice. Why were you shooting cheerleader practice? Uh. <laughs> or a sweet girl hug. Yes. So pick the right <laughs> time, time to, to come, come in. in. What the hell, dude? Stop, 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 stop. And also every time he's like, so the girls have just finished practicing and he walks in and he's like, you guys aren't practicing. And it's like, they just were. You walked in at the wrong time, <laughs> you idiot. However, Kevin does have some pretty good lines he's, as yeah, well. He's funny. <laughs> I have four favourites, and these are them. You can't say a wish out loud, you'll totally jinx it. Well, we just did. I know, sorry about that. It's been a really <laughs> great year for you guys. <laughs> she doesn't care about the news. She cares about being popular. No, that's not true. She cares about making you feel like dirt. <laughs> hey Barbie, do you have a seg? It's about the formal. I feel really bad about backing out. Good. <laughs> that guy's a total loser. I can't believe you even talked to him after what he did. Yeah, sure. You're not <laughs> listening to a word I say. I ate a live iguana yesterday. <laughs> Swallowed it whole. Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's so funny. So like those few lines won me over he definitely but also he's a piece of shit and i hate him he is on reddit and 4chan 90 percent of his oh, day yeah. he, he had... calls women females he one time i don't know i'm trying to think of funnier jokes <laughs> what <laughs> he thinks that Anna, he thinks that Anna can fall into the dark side with Mace Windu's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he always talks about how much he relates to Bojack Horseman and the Joker <laughs> without any kind of like reflection on that. Like, I'm sorry, but like, ironic. You're way. supposed to relate to Bojack in a sense, but you're not supposed to like him or agree with what he does. Yeah, I guess. Like, you're meant to relate with, like, the self-hatred and stuff, you know? Yeah, but you're not supposed to relate to the, um... Yes. <laughs> everything else? To the everything else. Anyways, that's the rat over. Mm -hmm. um, but also, like, Kevin starts, like, sending Barbie these love letters and stuff. <gasps> and Barbie is convinced it's Todd who's sending them. Number one, like, he has a girlfriend. Oh, my God. And there's this one scene. It's, like, in a montage of, like, Raquel, quote-unquote, getting what she deserves. And it's, like, she just, like, calls him by a pet name. She calls him, like, Toddy Bear or something. And he gets yeah. so annoyed. You're, like, don't, don't call me that around people. Just, like, dude, you're the worst. Or it's, like, like the reason they break up in the first place is literally he's just, like, we don't have to spend all the, like, we don't have to spend time together all the time. Like, she just wants to spend time with you, my dude. Oh, yeah. And then there's the bit where he's just like, I can't let Raquel walk all over me. I have an image to protect. What? Shut up! Shut what? up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I hate them. I hate them. I hate these men. These are the worst men yet. The worst men yet. Want to know the worst thing Raquel did in that whole movie? She made fun of Barbie's car, which was pink, and it had a butterfly on it. Which, oh, yeah. Who would ever make fun of that car? That's a really cool car, and I would die for that car. But anyway, back to the love notes. <laughs> she thinks that Todd is writing them because she saw Todd in the cafeteria. No, it's like, and it's like she goes to the library because that's where she says to meet them. And her and Kevin spend fucking ages sitting there talking together in the and library. And Todd comes in, and she's like, it's Todd. It's Todd. It he was there for two seconds. He says to meet in the cafeteria. She's like, Todd was also in the caf. I was eating lunch in the cafeteria and Todd was also eating lunch in the cafeteria like, well that is that's where people that's eat where, where pe everyone eats everyone eats their sweetheart maybe Raquel Ken? is your like, love interest I don't know could be anyone because it's the school but it's like Kevin's the one sitting next yeah. to you and also why did Kevin make it so broad yeah like he could have made it just like uh, if I say I'm gonna be in the cafeteria she'll know it's me no she won't dude shut up um, oh, when they go to um, <laughs> when they go to the shop to buy Barbie her, her dress for the fall formal. Ugly dress, very ugly dress. I yeah, have just, I have notes on the fashion in this movie. <laughs> um, because like this is before like they find out that Todd has cheated on her and gotten back with Raquel. 
<laughs> they're wondering why Barbie's the only one with a date and Tia's like oh I'm too busy and the last time a guy talked to you you banged on his chest with popsicle sticks stop being gay and it's like these this I think it's especially like after the peak gayness of Alina and Nori mm-hmm. this was just such a letdown it was such yeah, a letdown it was so heterosexual and it I hated it was so it heterosexual like you know Tia and Courtney, they're like the closest there is to like gay people. And I mean, they're fun. I am a huge Raquel and Barbie shipper. There was nothing in this No movie. chemistry. Zero. Nothing. It Zero. Because was... all their attention was on fucking Todd. Yeah. And He's it... a piece of shit and I hate him. Um, here's a little rant. I actually have two rants, but here's the first one. There is this moment where Barbie brings in chocolate chip cookies for Kevin to eat because he, like, he came in to band practice. Courtney was eating, what was it, Tia? Wait, I think it was, Tia was eating a chocolate chip cookie and he was like, oh, I want snacks. So Barbie goes into the other room and gets chocolate chip cookies from her mother. And they are so crunchy. Chocolate chip cookies are not supposed to be that crunchy. Those cookies are burnt. And also, she says fresh out the oven. I don't like when people say that. You're not supposed to eat stuff fresh out of the oven. You have to let it have like 10 to 15 minutes to finish baking fully. Like, I just, I really just didn't like that. Yeah, the best, like, your chocolate chip cookies are amazing. They are absolutely amazing. I add pink chocolate to them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the best time to eat them is like, like you said, like 10, 15 minutes after, they're still warm. They're still the, chocolate's, warm. the chocolate's still a bit gooey and it just Oof. tastes amazing. It's really good. But like that bit as well, it's like you hear Barbie talking to her mom, but you don't see her. It's like Mattel are still keeping these parents under yeah. lock and key. They do not want you to see them. It's like they're keeping those parents locked up in Area 51. Mm-hmm. With the aliens. And Walt Disney's frozen head. <laughs> just kidding. You bring up Walt Disney's frozen head way too often. <laughs> I think it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Why just his head? <laughs> no, Why just what, the head? That's what I always think. I like. I don't do it seriously, but when people do, I'm like, "Why are you talking about just the head? Wouldn't it be? Why would they? Why detach would he it? want to freeze everything? Yeah, isn't that's the whole thing? He froze his body because he had cancer, and then he's burying it until there's a cure for cancer so they can unfreeze it and he can come back and be mad about what has happened to his company. <laughs> <laughs> there's gay people and black people and everybody's a fucking communist. Yeah. What the hell do you mean there's unions now? They're all <laughs> communists! Well, I mean, they barely let people unionize still. Yeah, and also, um, the outfits, especially for the fall formal... It has formal in the name, people. Those outfits were not formal. It was 2006. But that's... It was a different time. There's still... I was only three and I still understand it's a different time. I was only zero and I understand it's a different time, but still. (laughs) It was ugly. It was ugly. I don't like Y2K fashion. I'm sorry. I'm not in on it. I don't get the hype. Wear whatever you want, but personally, me, I don't like it. You just wear jumpers. Yeah. I'm, people can make fun of my <laughs> style all they want. It's terrible. I know. <sighs> Unlike Tia, I do rewear my clothes. I, I wash my clothes, <laughs> but I rewear them. And so do you. Everybody should. It's less water wasted. My face is really hot. <laughs> We're getting angry about this movie. We're getting angry. Oh my god, your hairs are, your baby hairs are like <laughs> sticking down because of the sweat. Yeah. <laughs> There's this moment where Kevin and Barbie start doing this weird ninja thing and it's weird and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, the lady behind the counter, Stephanie, who's also in the bracelets. The witch. She's my favourite part of the movie, honestly. Because she's just like, I don't like Raquel, here's a free bracelet. She's like... Bracelet. Ugh, that girl that girl is the worst. That's why I would never want to go back to high school ever. And then she just gives some free bracelets. Yeah. Why don't people do that to me? I don't know. But it's like she's talking it's like they're charm bracelets and she's like they're just kinda like she puts these bracelets up and they're like, Oh, they're bracelets. She's like, not any bracelets. You can they're you can charm. switch and change the the charm. Like so none of them are ever alike. It's like they're charm You bracelets. mean a charm bracelet? Charm bracelets are weird. You mean a Pandora bracelet? Like Yeah, like it's very it's a basic thing. Yeah. Um 
Like, she's describing this charm bracelet like some kind of a mystical device. Like, she just came up with it in the lab five minutes ago. And she was like, you guys are never going to believe this. It's like sweetheart's you charm bracelet. You can put charms on it. <laughs> and you can change the charms. But also, like, the framing device in this movie is kind of weird. Because... Like, it kind of has Barbie's voiceover from the beginning. <gasps> but it always comes in and out. Yeah, but it's like... and that, But then, you know, she she's given the diary by Stephanie. And she's like, I've never kept a diary before. And then the voiceover becomes her writing in the diary. But there were voiceover before that. Yeah. But she said that she'd never written in a diary before. And that just frustrates it's me. It's weird. I don't like it. Yeah, that just frustrates me. Also, there's these weird, like, dream nightmare sequence things, which is obviously, like, supposed to be, like, the Bratz animated movies. Yeah. Because they do that a lot. Um, But there's only, like, a couple of them, and they're not very well spaced out. So it's Yeah, it's like they weird. all happen in, like, such a short succession of each other, and then they're never there again. Mm-hmm. One of my main critiques of this movie is just what I have with a lot of media, and that's just, like, mean and popular people aren't like that. What they'll do is they'll come and talk down to you like they're your best friend when really they're just making fun of you. Yeah. I also think that, like, um, Barbie's, like, story that she's trying to do, she's, like, she's, like, the mechanics of popularity, and that sounds interesting to uh-huh. me, but... She just films popular people being mean, and that's it. Yeah. She just films them being mean about other people. What about the effects on everybody else in this girl, Barbie? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this would have been a really interesting story to do, honestly. She's like, I'm going to study the effects of popularity. What makes a popular person? Like, you know, how does it work? And it's just just people being mean to, to people. She just films these two girls who think that Barbie is their friend... Being mean. Yeah, it's just, it's... Like, and the teacher, what was his name again? Wexler. Yes, he is He's so like, interested. He's so into it, like, my dude, you're a teacher. You're a teacher, this is teen drama. Stay and, in your lane. And he's like, oh, this is a great news story. This isn't a news story, it's reality TV. Yeah. Which is great. You know, there's a place for that, but don't yeah. call it a news story. Mm-hmm. Um... But also, I think it was kind of weird for her friends to get mad about the whole she doesn't she doesn't wash her jeans thing, because number one, like I have no idea how these girls got that she didn't wash her jeans. Yeah, like I don't know how they got how they connected those dots, how they got from point A to point B. I don't, I don't, I have no understanding of that. And also, like, well, obviously. Not every, they were like, oh my god, we're going to tell everyone. Has everybody at school been making fun of you because you don't wash your jeans? Then obviously they haven't told everyone. Yeah. Like, that w- it would have been much better payoff if, like, you'd seen people making fun of her for not washing her jeans. A lot of weird choice. There is also, another weird choice in this movie is that, like, at the very beginning, they mentioned that Raquel and Barbie used to be friends and it never yeah, comes and that, back. It, it never comes back. It was obviously just, like, another cliche that's in a lot of movies so they just put it in as well i mean like mean girls came out two years before this it's a badly animated mean girls in a way yeah which i will i do like when animation is used for like uncommon ways you know i feel like a lot of the time just like simple like romance movies and movies Mm -hmm. like this aren't in animation because people don't care enough um but I don't think that's why they made it this that, <laughs> this movie like that. I think that they made it like this because it's Barbie and it's an animated movie. So, yeah. <laughs> there's there's one scene where Barbie chases after her bracelet because it falls off, and it reminds me of that one scene in BoJack where Mr. Peanut Butter is chasing his phone, <laughs> and he like loses the results yeah. for the Oscars. And there's also um, she also just bumps into people. Yeah. Oh my god. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie <laughs> is when Barbie tells Courtney and Tia that she signed them up for like auditions for the fall formal for the band. It reminded me of that moment in Riverdale when Archie was like, "Guess what, guys? We're in the talent show." Okay, Archie, what's our name? The, the Archie. Archies. Oh, <laughs> oh, was the, the Mimi taken? I was love the me- them. Was the Mimi Mies taken? <laughs> oh my god! Like people make fun of Jughead Jones and the I'm a weirdo scene so much that at this point it's come back around where Jughead is like 
He's peace. He's cringe fail. I love him. Like, I saw something the other day. It was, like, Eddie Munson and <gasps> Jughead. Yeah. He's like, this is how to write a weirdo character. It's like, first of all, I'm so done with Eddie Munson. That guy was not needed for this season. Cut him out. Yeah. He was not needed. Like, I feel like if they wanted Eddie character, it should have been a female character, and that could have been Robin's love interest. Yeah. Um, And also, yeah, we, you have a lot of complaints about Stranger Things for. Yeah. Why, but... <clears throat> but um, it's just like, I'm sorry, but Jughead Jones peak cringe fail like yeah that is um to coin a phrase that is my baby girl i love <laughs> him i will protect him with my life i will do anything for him <laughs> jughead jones plays jughead jones in riverdale by the way yeah jughead jones plays jughead jones jughead jones is jughead jones and i love him and i would do anything for him um he is a little idiot a little idiot man who just wants to die at this point. He literally just wants <laughs> to die. It's so funny, like in like the like the kind of the trailer for the next season they had at like the end of the next one. He's and then so done he's with just everything. Looking at the camera like straight on, like he wanted to die. <laughs> he wanted to die in that fucking meteor. He was ready for Armageddon. He's just like going around the school. Please kill me. Just like, wow, there goes Jughead again. <laughs> okay, sorry, we're we're done with Riverdale. I'm not done with Riverdale. I would okay. never be done with Riverdale. Anyways. Um. Oh yeah, the the lip gloss um highlighters is just weird. Oh yeah, why did you just make a business out of those? Yeah, she could have become an alternative. Well, I mean, it is it is because like the teacher got annoyed at them. Yeah. Also, like it was really cool. And also, it must have been weird for the teacher to see everyone drawing on their lips with highlighters. Mm Mhm. Don't think we've. I started drawing on my lips with pens after that. After I saw that movie. Are you kidding? No. You know I draw on my well, face Well, yeah, but pens. I just, I thought you meant that was the reason, but I think it was just a lot of things that's wrong in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I specifically started drawing with pens on my lips after this movie came out. Mm. We watched this movie a lot when we were younger, and I completely forgot about the magic lady pr- plot line. Yeah. Like, was the diary magic? Like, I don't mind some soft world building, but yeah. I still have questions. But, like, was it magic? Because it was just, like, I feel like at the end they kind of went, try- well, they were kind of like... The diary wasn't magic. It was just kind of like a weird placebo effect. Then why did Stephanie disappear? What's her deal? Mm-hmm. Mm. And they uh, and there's this one bit where it's like, um, after Reagan and Dawn have stopped hanging out with Barbie and they're kind of telling Raquel about it, and they tell her that Barbie thinks that Todd is sending her love letters, and Raquel is like really pissed off about it. She's shouting, and it's framed as a bad thing. It's like that is a normal hmm. reaction. To hearing that your boyfriend might be cheating on you. That is a normal, regular reaction. <laughs> like, should she have blamed Barbie for it and not Todd? No. no but still. But like, she can be mad. There's also this bit after, like, Reagan and John start <laughs> stop hanging with Barbie. And, like, they just found out about what happened. So they come in during band practice. And I thought they were about to call her a vicious evil whore. <laughs> what? What did they call her instead? <laughs> they went, you were a vicious evil horrible person. <laughs> I just wrote. <laughs> Maybe Todd and Barbie are meant to be. They're both no thoughts, head empty. Yes! They're just both very stupid. Kevin's a piece of shit, but there does seem to be something going on up there. Yeah. <laughs> um, People think sh- when Barbie like released footage or whatever, I don't know. I don't understand anything in this movie. <laughs> um, th- th- Barbie says that like b- to be mean to her, people put chili in her backpack. Where'd they get chili? Did they cook chili the night before just to put it in her backpack? Did they steal it from the school? How did they get Barbie's backpack? Would she have it at home or just like constantly on her bag? Did they like sneak up behind her and pour chili in her... Was it like when she was in in PE? Yeah, I don't... I'm just so confused. Yeah. And mustard in her shoe? Like, God. Mustard in her shoe makes sense because that's when they're getting ready for PE. Yeah. Um, I don't like how she showed Kevin's 26 films he made over three months. 26 films in three months. I'm sorry. Those can't be good. <laughs> you, that's just way too they much. They seem like stop motion. Yeah. Which is cool. But stop motion takes a lot of time. How mm-hmm. long were those films? They wouldn't have filled up an hour that she had. <laughs> Number two. 
what is going on with the school news channel? Is it a channel on actual yeah. TV? Is it like is it just something they play I during the day? Was... And also, it's like Raquel just she doesn't even talk about the news. She just talks about like who's popular and who's fashion. Not. She talks which about is fashion. the exact same thing Barbie's story was about. And like. And like you see people at night and they're watching Barbie talking about all this and there's like what what when are they filming this? Is this live? Did I they need, film this during like, school? Is this the channel on the news? I need somebody from the US to tell me whether or not this is yeah. an actual thing. Because like I watch TV shows all the time, it's like pep rallies and stuff. That yeah. can't be an actual thing. Oh, it's fake, right? Like you Pep guys... rallies are fake. Yeah. Like they're not real. There isn't like actually like You guys you know... aren't that hyped about football. I know <laughs> you aren't. Nobody's like, ever been that hyped. You know, there football. aren't actually, like, you know, people wandering around in cheerleader outfits, right? That's st- stupid. That's so fucking stupid. But, um... <laughs> for the far fo- fall formal, the first thing we see of it is a mirror ball. So I just wrote, yo, Taylor Swift is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's a mirror ball joke. Oh, my God. Our, um... Swifties. Are Taylor Swift and Phoebe Bridger's boyfriends like doing an actors? Yeah, on they are. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's like it's, you know, it's the Eras Tour cinematic universe. <laughs> They're like the the um the trophy wives of the music industry. Yeah. What are they gonna talk about? How cool, how cool and famous their girlfriends are? Probably. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Um, when they're all dancing together at the very end, bisexual balloons come down. Bisexual balloons come down. That's something. They also put Courtney and Teal with men, but yeah. I can look over that for the bisexual balloon. <laughs> Woo! We win! There's something there! <laughs> but, um, yeah, I had a lot of fun rewatching this movie. It was definitely fun. Like, I don't... It wasn't good, but it was fun. It was... A journey. It was a journey. I was like, wow, Barbie, you're kind of a bad person. Yeah, but you're also Barbie's like a piece of shit in this. She's kind of fun. She's kind of fun, cool, quirky. Mm-hmm. She's kind of... Um, the music is great. Music is good. The music is so fun. Um, one critique is that all the music, um, Tia plays a keyboard. None of the music <laughs> has a keyboard in it. Just no piano sounds. All drums and guitar. They could have given her a bass. Yeah. They didn't, though. But I guess, like, for children... Because, like, when I was younger, I was always wondering, like, why are there two guys on a guitar? Yeah, like, why are two you people don't need on a guitar? Two people. You don't need two people to play the one, one to, instrument. Up until a couple years ago, I thought that. Yeah. So it's like, it just makes more sense in a kid's yeah. movie, I think, to have a keyboard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Amphibia did it, so. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So about that. it was a fun movie, music was great. Some of the dialogue was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation was really, really bad. I want to explode Todd and Kevin with my mind. They're the in fucking a worst. Negative way. I hope they die in a hole, sad and alone. I want a sequel movie where they do die. Just another person liking my tweet. Sorry. Mm. Yep. Like I said, famous era. <laughs> it's what was? How many like? How many? Four thousand. Like, yeah, your your tweet on the Owl House that one time. Well, somebody Alamado to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing so good. Oh, what was the score for this movie? You never said that. What? Oh, score. yeah, the score, the score, the score. It is 73% on Rotten Tomatoes and 3.2 stars on Letterboxd. Oh. So, it's quite good, yeah. It's pretty <gasps> high up there. Barbie and the Twelve Dancing Princesses. Yes! yes! I love that movie so much. I know. It's such a fun movie, though. It I'm is. so excited. I'm sorry, but the line... Why use a closet when the floor is closer? I use that on our mom so many times. <laughs> like, I'm not putting something in the wardrobe. The floor's right there. I still do that. <laughs> Anyways, see you next time.